Welcome, horror fam, to another episode of HHN 365. My name is Jess, and as always, I am joined by Jonathan. What's up? Hello. Uh, I am very excited to have another episode uh, with just me and you. I know. It's just us again. I, I can't believe Duff is trusting us again after the Mardi Gras debacle. Oh, um, yes. So much Mardi Gras. So much Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> the tree can't hurt you, Jonathan. I saw it yesterday, actually. She, she, the, I don't, I, they're doing great. I don't want to. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> so if you guys want to follow us, you can do so uh, at HHN365 on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and YouTube. We also have a TikTok at HHN365pod. We also have a Discord, HHN365 Horror Fam. Come hang out, talk with us. Uh, we were talking about unmasking earlier and actually having a really fun time with that. Um, and we brought up a question maybe we'll talk about later, Jonathan, about unmasking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, we also have merch if you want to check that out, uh, hhm365.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, be on the show. Uh, that number is 407-906-4134. And before we get to today's topic, we also will be having a live towards the end of this month. We wanted to bring that up kind of before we got into it. Normally we do it in the middle, but uh, we got a lot going on. So look uh, for something towards the end of the month. We'll have a date in the next week or so probably for you. Uh, and on today's show, we will be discussing volume one of Horror Night Nightmares Hollywood spec map, news and rumors about potential houses. And we have some voicemails from some of you guys. So Jonathan, news is really your area. So why don't you take us away? See, I wish today's news had a lot of stuff, um, but it doesn't really. Um, but we have, but the stuff we do have is pretty substantial. And so we've been talking about for uh, for a while now. Uh, Trusted Insider Legacy has been making these clues about potential horror nights houses for both coasts, and we answer our, our Discord server, um, Agent Three Six Five Horror Fam, and. Specifically, two members on that Discord server, uh, Luigi, uh, Alex, Asian Wiki, and uh, Brant, were able to figure out a cipher to Legacy's clues, and they helped get the answers to a whole ton of clues. And some of those clues actually relate to the map we're going to be talking about a little bit later, so I'm going to hold off the specific Hollywood clues for later so we don't, like, say him twice in the episode. So let's just focus on the Orlando ones. And the first one is that one of the clues led to devil dogs. Now, as cool as this is, Legacy has mentioned before that this is a likely property that has been scrapped or original that has been scrapped for this year. So maybe it was originally planned. Maybe it was just a mix up in rumors, uh, but we can assume for now that devil dogs will not be happening due to rumors. The next one is a more confirmation of a rumor of something we've been talking about for a while now, including last episode, and that is Invasion becoming a house for HHN 32. Uh, Once again, these are all rumors, but now we have not only Legacy saying it's happening, but also Horror Night Nightmare is saying it's happening. So I'm crossing my fingers that this actually ends up being true because... It'd be pretty awesome. And the next one is a shared, a shared original that is not happening. So this is going to, according to legacy, obviously this is all rumors. Um, So this is going to 
We're going to talk about this a little bit later too, but since it's shared, I'm just going to talk about it now as well. And that is the Japanese creatures rumored house was likely to be a shared original for Hollywood and Orlando and legacy has made it seem like this property is also likely out. I just said a lot of words of um, Jess. Do you have any comments <laughs> on any of the stuff that I said? I, I was, I was letting you go. You, you had a lot of information to get out. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, what's interesting to me is that Japanese creatures was going to be a shared original. We haven't really ever had that between both coasts. We had monsters, but that's an IP technically. Technically so, it is. This like that's really interesting to me that this was a rumor that we were going to share an original and they probably would have been extremely different, you know, considering how differently Orlando and Hollywood approach things. But that's like the one thing that jumps out to me. It kind of sucks that it's likely out now. Um, But sometimes those late original add ons and, you know, March is considered late for the lineup, really. They've done stuff obviously quicker, but. Um, those late add-ons sometimes slap, and sometimes they um, are hell block. <laughs> they they are sometimes hell block. They are you know sometimes you walk into a facade and see an H, and you just know immediately what the house is going to be. Was it love at first uh, H, Jonathan, for you, or or no with hell block? I've never. I asked. mean, if we're talking ironically, yes. <laughs> In real life, I saw the H. <laughs> And I started crying and I'm like, oh God, um, but, <laughs> we, but like just, just talking about like the possibility of a shared original, you know, let's say that, let's say the rumor, you know, in a magical world, this rumor is completely true. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and whatever, just going under that assumption. The only reason I could see like, like right now in my head that a shared original would be pulled is if both coasts got something else to share, you know, possibly like another IP came in and like, well, we got, since it's both coasts, you know, you know, we'll just take away an original and said, replace it with an IP. Like that's in my head, that's why they take away something that it seems, I mean, seems like there, there would, there would have been a lot of collaboration already between both coasts. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. The potential of it being like a new, IP or something instead that they were like, yeah, you know, we can put this on the back burner for another year or so. Which I hope it's on the back burner. I hope if this was true that it does come back because I think this is a really, like you were saying, a really cool concept that I want to see come to life. Um, but you know, IPs bring the money. So I could see it's like, Oh, we got yeah. a good IP. Bye-bye original. See you next year. <laughs> And this is this was rumored to be in the old parade building on the spec map on version one for Orlando. So that's I mean, a spot we've had IPs in. That's it a good is spot. True. It's a big building. So I mean look at the fucking monsters facade last year. Holy like, crap. We could you could fit something really impressive in there. I mean Ash versus Evil Dead was in there. I know that's not something you think of sets when you think of, but that was an IP that I really loved. So it's a good spot that if they did have to pull something, I could kind of see that being the one that they did. I can too. And I'm just, I'm just interested to see what IP would come along that would, that would make them, that would encourage them, both of the, you know, both the coasts to say, all right, we're doing that. You know, like, oh, this, you know, screw this original, that one, that IP could make us money. <laughs> Could this then tie into that legacy tweet that we had where what if the biggest IP isn't the biggest IP? 
It's very possible. It's very possible. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we get to the spec map or mm-hmm. just more relating to, you know, various clues and seeing how, you know, some of them connect uh, once we get to like discussing the properties rumored. Uh, but it is very much possible. Yeah. The other one that <laughs> I want to talk about, because we've talked about it now, like you said last week, Invasion. Um, we mentioned that, you know, the anchor didn't necessarily have to mean ship in the way that we were thinking. And now that this rumor has like really gotten some legs to it, I really do in my heart think that maybe that anchor was for invasion to be like for a ship, a spaceship. Oh, I think uh, it was actually. Oh, really? Um, that was like confirmed? Oh, that I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So we we talked about it when we when we did the little doo-doo-doo and edited in some uh, I didn't listen to it. Info. I just put it in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. Basically, that anchor that was on the spec map was rela- HNN spec map. They, they straight out said like it was relating to a ship. So spaceship. Oh. Wow. So l- we were smarter than we thought. Look at us, Jonathan. Exactly. We, uh, we got that said. One. We got it right. Like we didn't need anyone else during that clue. We got that clue right all on our own. Everyone's listening to this, like screaming, Josh, you idiot. We all heard this last week. Sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't part of the doo doo doo. I just put it in the episode and the motion. <laughs> so you were part of it in spirit. I mean, I was part of the episode. <laughs> I wasn't part okay, of okay. it. <laughs> specifically the doo doo doo. Wait, did we have a Halloween set? No. Okay. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I've said it before. I wasn't super excited when we first heard like invasion because sci-fi is not my jam, but I do love that stupid alien. I really do. The one that was in Hellblock <laughs> with the skirt, that slay. So I feel like I'm going to have fun in this regardless. And especially if they approach it like bugs, it's going to be really fun. And see, this could be an even better bugs. Cause I think it has a potential to get the mix of comedy and horror, right? I don't. I think that's something Bugs failed to do, and you know, in my opinion, I think Bugs didn't know exactly what it wanted to be. It was kind of right in the middle of being funny and being horrific, and it it never really leaned into one. I think if in, you had Invasion, it would absolutely lead into the comedy aspect, like the goofiness aspect of of like these. I mean, the mm-hmm. costumes alone are very silly. Uh, so I think you could do, it could either be something like Slaughter Cinema where it is very goofy, but because they're aliens and they're like, I'm assuming, I don't know, probing people or doing, you know, whatever aliens do, like, it's also gruesome at the same time. Um, I think it has the possibility of being a, just a really epic comedy house if they pull it off right. Yeah, I, I'm getting more excited. So we'll, we'll find out. I don't know. We, uh. It's March 5th when we're recording this, and I know we we had our bets, what, last week or the week before on when the first announcement was going to be. So we're coming up on the first guests. <laughs> It'll be right when we release this episode, and then we'll, we will immediately be outdated. <laughs> I mean, that's have, have you met the show? That's what they do to us every year. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, is anything else you want to talk about on these rumors? Um, I will say that I am happy that Devil Dogs is likely out. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought it was I never thought that was like on the nose. I it felt very like we're hinting at something else. I don't think it's Devil Dogs. Apparently, Legacy stated that it was like Devil Dogs, but it wasn't exactly Devil Dogs. And I don't think he was referring to to Slaughter Cinema like like Slaughter Cinema 2. I think it was 
sort of like I I I'd assume it was like a Yeti, where right. it's sort of like Yeti, but it's different. It's still it's a different vibe. It's a different environment. It's it's expanded upon it a lot more. That it isn't just the goofy B movie little thing they did in the house. Right. It's it's like its cousin or it it's in the realm of that, you know, movie franchise if we're approaching it like a slaughter cinema. They were all movies. So it's like one it's like the eighth Yeti movie or something in that oh, franchise. Yeah. <laughs> they moved exactly. to a different area, a different terrain. Um, but I'm I'm excited because it looks like we uh, if these rumors were true, which you know, everything is speculation until we see it from the, you know, official Universal or HHN account. Um, but if any of these are true, this seems like there's been some changes. Lately. Yeah. And I mean, depending on the way things go, these could be good changes. These could be bad changes. Uh, I am, I'm hoping it's, it's the, it's the former and that it's are good changes and we're not, these things aren't getting replaced with things we don't want. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, so like, the, the last thing I want to talk about these about these news and rumors is that there's two more clues that we have not talked about yet. I know some of you have already solved them and already seen them, even seen us, us post them on social media going, hey, you know there's two more, right? I know we're going to get to them once we get to the Hollywood spec map. So I think that's just where we should move on to now, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I love talking about spec maps. Absolutely. Absolutely. So pulling it up here, we have the Hollywood spec map. Uh, I know usually with these types of episodes, we just go over all of them at once, like, and then sort of dive into them. Mm-hmm. What if for this one, we're going to change it up? What if we, what if we did, we just talk about them individually instead of like just giving an overview at like, oh, yeah. like we'll just do H1, H2, H3, and just sort of go down in order. I like that. Duff's not here. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Uh, so let's start with, I guess, the beginning. That's a great place to start, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know locations in Hollywood. So if you do, Jonathan, please uh, jump in after me. But first up, we have The Horrors of Blumhouse featuring Megan and Insidious. Oh, it says it. Waterworld Q. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's been a long day. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, I, I feel that. I feel that oh, for I sure. I know you do. How do you feel about this? I mean, we've talked about it, but. We've talked about it for the Orlando side. Um, the Hollywood side is a bit different because like we've experienced last year, their, their Blumhouse, I'm, at least according to last year, had a lot of freaky, had a little bit, had a little bit of black phone. Um, do we think that will be the case with this potential house? I mean, the Waterworld 2 is the same. I'm pretty sure it's the same location. Mm-hmm. Uh, bel- yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's the same location that the last year's Blumhouse was. Yes, because it, it was so weird. I'm sorry, walking in there, like being from Orlando, that location was a weird one to me, like to understand. It was <laughs> walking in. You got to walk around the stadium. You're like, I don't know if I'm going the right way. I hope yeah. I am. I'm just going to follow these people. And it's so dark in that corner. Like mm-hmm. there's no lighting. And I was just like, what? There's a house back here? And the, the tour guide was like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, but I mean, hey, that's where it was last year. And I don't, did it have like a very, like a big, like divide in the middle like ours did? I don't remember. Um, like no, it, did, it didn't have a divide. It was a, 
I think the divide was a classic Hollywood black wall room. And then uh, it's like, all right, here's the poster for black phone. But it, it did have a good scare though, where like the grabber came behind the poster and was like, rah, you know, like they do those like, really well. I will, I will always give Hollywood that. That's what got me in monsters last year is behind the fucking stretchy fabric. Anything where you can't see where they're coming from. Cause I, that's, I mean, like you said, that's one thing I'll really give Hollywood Orlando. Most of the time, you can see the boo holes. Mm-hmm. You can see them obviously. You learn the formula very quickly, mm-hmm. which With is why Hollywood's Holly- like a breath of fresh air for people from Orlando. Exactly. I've I've heard interesting things like people in Hollywood they come to Orlando and say, "Wow, your guys' event is so much scarier." But us mm-hmm. in Orlando, we go to Hollywood, we go, "Wow, Hollywood's is like a little bit scarier." And I think it's just because we get each coast gets used to the way they get scared that when you flip flop for like a day. It, it, it completely turned you off balance uh, no matter what, you know, like no matter what coast you start from, if you go to the other one, it's just, it's completely different. Yeah. And the knots is honestly even different from the other two. So it's like, you got to go visit other haunts. Everyone kind of scares differently. I think that's the biggest takeaway from what we're saying right here. And if we're talking about Blumhouse um, last year, last year's Blumhouse, I think almost, like consistently scared the shit out of me in Hollywoods. I didn't love the house, but I think it was one of the most consistent houses that like got me to fall on the floor. Um, Mm. So having insidious in this house, I I don't even like the insidious movies or at least the first one, but I think that that devil thing, the red monster, whatever, Darth Maul, the Darth Maul. Exactly. (laughs) I think Darth Maul is scary as fuck. Yeah. And so him in a haunted house, um, especially something like Hollywood, where Hollywood can't have those types of scares I'm not used to, um, is going to kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jonathan. The 27 Blumhouse with Insidious and Sinister part of it was genuinely terrifying for me because both of those demons are scary. And mm. they were ruthless. So the fact that, like, the Megan half is going to be funny. And that was a thing last year. Hollywood, I thought, did Freaky better than Orlando. And then we did Black Phone better than Hollywood. So if you would have put the two halves together, I think it really would have been like a perfect house. Not to say I didn't love Orlando's. I really genuinely did. And it surprised me. I just thought our Freaky kind of was the dead end of the house, um, which a lot of people kind of agreed with. So I'm curious to see who's going to really Megan's what I want to see. Who's going to do Megan better? If this is true. If I'm going to guess, like right now, if I'm going to guess, I think Orlando is going to do Megan better. Mm. And I think in city in Hollywood's going to do insidious better. And I don't really have a reason. Why, I mean, honestly, I do have a reason. I, cause I think Hollywood's will just be, end up being scarier for me personally because of the way Hollywood scares. And I feel like that's the most important part of something like insidious, like that part of the house for both coasts, I assume is like this part is actually going to scare the shit out of you. Black phone did not in Orlando for me. Um, I found a lot of it. I, I did enjoy the creativity of it, and I did enjoy like the things they did. But whenever it tr- its goal was to scare me, it never worked. Um, Hollywood had three scenes, and it was like Hollywood had like three or four scenes, and it was such a tiny section of the house, and it arguably was not good. But the grabber had me on the floor, so it did something right. The grabber in the chair, just, I mean, also, I was so comfortable with Orlando's being a mannequin that I think Hollywood's caught me so off guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was wrecked. <laughs> I do remember that. 
But the, yeah. The dude sat in the chair and was his eyes were closed. And right when I walk right by him, like parallel to him, he looks, he like turns his, he doesn't move his head. He moves his eyes to the left, looking straight at me. And I'm like, fuck. And the exit's like right there. The door's right there. And I'm trying, but he just like jumps up like the fastest he can and just runs at me. And I'm like, terrifying, terrifying. So that's off tangent, but I think that's why Insidious will be better. And I don't know if Hollywood will actually be able to balance the the goofiness of Megan. Because mm-hmm. I don't think their freaky was very goofy either. I think it was no. um like I, I think it had a lot of cool kills and a lot of cool scene cool scenes, but I wouldn't necessarily call it funny. Megan has to be funny or else it's not gonna necessarily work. Yeah. And I haven't have you watched the unrated version yet? I have not. I need to. Yeah, I haven't either. I have seen something. I, I one of the kills was on like TikTok or something, um, and I saw it, and it was it was gory. So I'll give him that. But I know that it only adds like what a minute or two onto the runtime mm-hmm. from what I saw. Um, but it really does kind of excite me now for the house because just a little bit of gore made a movie I really enjoyed kind of more interesting to me already. Yeah, I'm. We're definitely gonna have to watch that at some point. Um, and it will almost certainly be it, like that extra stuff will almost certainly be in both houses and yeah. uh, on both coasts. Oh yeah, and there's probably gonna be a water feature as well because one of those kills, man. The, whoo, the one I saw, blood everywhere. So oh my God. <laughs> I'm expecting, I'm <laughs> expecting some water in this house for this year. I'm excited well, for that. That's what Hollywood, I mean, their killer clowns was just, the whole thing was, hey, let's spray water at you. That's the house. We're just going to spray water at you multiple times. Yeah. That's the, yes. that's the main scare. Clowns was a very wet house. <laughs> very wet for no reason. Very wet. Uh, <sighs> you can't get wetter than clowns. So. Oh, God, Jonathan. Oh, my God. All right, moving on. <laughs> let's move on to the... Uh, the next one, which make this location makes sense for this property to me. It does. Uh, yeah. So the next one is in the walking dead location, which if you guys remember, that's where evil dead rise. I mean, universal horror hotel was Bathtub last, last year. <laughs> um, and it's something that is also rumored for Orlando. And that is the last of us. Yeah. Now, I know we've talked about The Last of Us coming recently, so we don't need to give you know too detailed. Um, but Jess is the only one who has seen the show out of the two here. Um, do you think Hollywood has the tools to pull it off compared to Orlando? I think Hollywood always has the tools to pull it off. I think that their um, crazy mad scientist <laughs> uh, lead <laughs> creative guy is uh crazy sometimes (laughs) and i mean that out of love i think all artists have to be a little crazy so Mm -hmm. i think that murdy sometimes tries really cool things but sometimes they kind of flop so that is my only fear is i think orlando's gonna kill it with the sets they're gonna kill it with the makeup um because i'm not gonna lie we kind of always have better sets and makeup not to say hollywood doesn't have good sets makeup and costuming i just think that Orlando really has found their groove. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just worry because it's such a big property and they have dropped the ball before. So I was Orlando on certain things, Stranger Things volume two. Um, but I just, I'm so hesitant about this property right now because I really am loving the show. Is there anything from, from your time at Hollywood, from mm-hmm. your experience at Hollywood, is there anything you think Hollywood could pull off better regarding this show, either a particular scene mm. or like a particular aspect of the show compared to Orlando. I hope this makes sense because like, obviously last year was my first year at Hollywood. So I only have a night mm. um, under my belt, but Hollywood, I think they really are good at finding the right atmosphere in the house and that mm. i mean it's like the overall vibe it's not necessarily the the scenic or the lighting or the sound it's that in the houses i really am uneasy and in orlando maybe it's just because it's my home park i feel very much at home um and you know i'll get some scares in the houses but like this is my turf so over there maybe again like it's a bias because i only visit once a year but i really do have this like sense of uneasiness in their houses and I don't know where I'm going and I don't know where it's going to take me. And I feel like that might kill it in the last of us if they like do that really well. I love that take. I've honestly never, I mean, I've never uh, thought about it that way, but I think I've have almost the same feeling as you too. And like you said, it could just be because it's, it's com- it's completely different. Like even like that last year was my second time going. It just felt complete. It always it always feels completely different doing mm-hmm. Orlando every single day. Um, and you always feel a little more like tense. At least I do because I'm like I know in this park, I get scared a lot. Yeah. Like no matter what house it is, they find a way to scare me. So, I I yeah I could I could see that for sure. And I don't know much about The Last of Us. Um, really the most I know about it is from the game and I'm going to start watching the show at some point. I know the show's about to come to an end soon, or at mm-hmm. least the season. Um, but I know the game has a lot to do with like relationships and I'm sure like, uh, character interactions, particularly between the main character and the, and the other, and the, and the, and the, and the kid character mm-hmm. from what, I, something I love about Hollywood is that a lot in a lot of their houses, they take time and they just have scenes. The scene isn't necessarily there to scare you. It's not necessarily there to, you know, like be a distraction. It could just be, look at this scene that we are, we are showing you acting right now. Like not just, you know, like not just you have your perform scare and you come back, but all these people, these scare actors are doing for this particular moment are just reenacting a scene from a show or a movie or whatever, kind of like Halloween where, you just had Loomis shooting Michael. There was no scare there. It was just recreating the scene of Loomis shooting Michael. Or in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you had Leatherface on his own. He wasn't really trying to scare. He was just like hitting his head on a table, you know, like like in the movie, you know, um, to, to help with that atmosphere, help with yeah. immersing you in the environment. So if that's something they want to do if they want to dive into scenes from the show and particularly emotional scenes. I think if they do tackle that in Hollywood, I think they could do that very well, you know, depending on, you know, the route they take it. Yeah. I never thought about that. And that's probably why, like, I feel that way about the atmosphere too, is that Hollywood sometimes really does take the time just to set up a scene for no reason other than you need that context in the story. 
Mm-hmm. Not to say Orlando doesn't. And like Orlando always has a very cohesive story, I feel like, in 90% of houses. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I just, I, I really do feel like they take the time. And in something like The Last of Us, where the show is just the cutscenes from the game, you know, Eugene has played both of them. So he, as we've been watching it, and I won't lie, I'm two episodes behind. I do need to catch up. But. Um, it is a very good show, Jonathan, and I'm going to make sure you watch it and I rewatch it before the event if it does end up coming. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's like telling me like, oh, well, in the game, you know, you would have to, you know, kill all these zombies and then you would get this cutscene. And he's like, oh, and they changed this and they changed that. I really do feel like Hollywood's going to kind of knock that out of the park. And also they're acting like it's Hollywood. Of course, that's where everybody goes to make it big. So I feel like some of their actors like they kind of kill it sometimes in Absolutely. those scenes. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. And I mean, even like a, a reason I love their Hill house so much is because instead of designing the house in a way where everything was just scare, 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 boo, boo, isn't this, it's a ghost house. Isn't this crazy? Hollywood took the time to just have a lot of scenes that were just people talking. Um, even mm-hmm. like, in scenarios where you're just walking down a hallway, then the ha- then one of the walls becomes transparent. You can see just another ghost walking beside you at your same pace. They're not scaring you or anything. They're just like it's just another level of like oh my god. Like I I feel like I'm in Hill House compared to I feel like I'm just being scared by a bunch of characters from a show. Uh, so mm. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. But we should probably move on to the next one. Uh, Do you want to take this? Oh, of course I do. Especially because um, I said something about this a couple weeks ago and you shot me down, Jonathan. I did. About the location. And it wasn't on air, but I'm going (laughs) to... It'll never work. So what I'm talking about, over in the Parisian courtyard, uh, we have Universal Studios Monsters Paris is what the spec map says. Uh, so Parisian Courtyard is, that's where La Llorona was last year, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's where Bride was in, I almost said 30. Uh, they don't do that. What is it? Uh, 2021. Words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, w- we were talking about, you know, rumors and stuff before we were recording a couple weeks ago or a week ago. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like if we're going to do Phantom, we should do it in the Parisian Courtyard because it's in Paris and set the scene. And I love that like corner of the park. And Jonathan goes, it won't fit there. <laughs> See, I, I still stand by it. I still stand That's by fine. it. That's fine. You can stand by it. Well, here, hear me out. Here, here. Oh, I always. Please. Here we go. So we, so let, uh, first of all, let's, before we dive into, let, let's dive into what this is first, because there's something drastically changed. Um, so on the Orlando map, uh, HNN, uh, uh, Horror Night Nightmares map, it was Dracula versus the Phantom. And so we had a general idea of like what it would, you know, I would assume we were both thinking it would just lean into Phantom and that's where, that's where most of the sets were going to take place in the, in the opera house and the, you know, all that good stuff. This house changed uh, and now it's called Universal Monsters Paris. I, that changes a lot of things um, because now it doesn't automatically mean phantom sets mm-hmm. or at least i don't think it does it could mean an original set in paris that i mean from all we know phantom doesn't even have to be in it he probably is because it's paris Shut your mouth jonathan but i'm saying like you know 
it, it doesn't have to automatically be the opera house. It could be other sets in Paris and it yeah. could be maybe they're, they're having an adventure and they're fighting across Paris or something. Do you know where's a great place to go in Paris? Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I would just like to say that on our prediction episode, I might've called them backseat monsters, baby, but I did say Phantom and Hunchback. <laughs> and I know a couple other podcasts have also said it and I'm not saying I'm the first. I'm just saying on 365, I called that shit if it's true. <laughs> I would love for Hunchback to be involved. I would like Dracula to go very far away. Um, I still am not 100% convinced he is because... No. I like because I understand too much why Dracula would be in this type of house. Uh, yeah, and I, as much as I don't want to see that fanged fuck, um, <laughs> I feel like if it's gonna be monsters in Paris, which now that I'm saying it like that sounds like a fucking like <laughs> vacation movie. <laughs> it's like the what the Hotel Transylvania where they go on the cruise ship. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's such a specific. I'm so sorry. That's for like the four people who, I mean, more of them, four people have seen that movie, but it's a children's movie. I watched it. I don't uh, think it's good. Jonathan, <laughs> I am not surprised because I love those movies. I, thought, We're not I, here thought, to- I mean, I think the first one's actually pretty good Same. Uh, for like a family film. I think it's, it's quality. This counts. This is on topic. It's about monsters. It counts. Yeah. Um, and like, it's a good family film. It has like good lessons. And then they just, after that, they're like, ah, we're going to make bad movies now. I'm like, aw. <laughs> I don't know, man. That cruise ship one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I really, Paris, You ha- it's got to be Hunchback and Phantom, right? Like, there's no way that they're not part of this. Those are the two monsters that are set in Paris. Are there any others that we're not thinking about that are, like, in Ooh. Paris? Oh, I to the Goog. Um, <laughs> nothing's going to come up. Let's see. Um, Doing high tech investigation. Let's see. Well, a monster in Paris is an actual movie, so um, hmm? don't look that up. Uh, Universal Monster Monsters Wiki. What? There's a wiki for the monsters. I love this. Insane. Um, you know what? Google's not giving me what I need right now. All right, so we'll just we'll just guess. I'm sure I'm sure Gilman is from Paris. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Rhine. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so <laughs> yes, so, so like, I don't know. You know, I, I hope it's Hunchback and I hope it's Phantom. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dracula will be there too. Uh, I hope it's those three. But either way. Going back to my original, original point, I think if this was completely set in the opera house, this location is too small because mm-hmm. I love La Llorona, but it wasn't, didn't really have any grand sets. And I love Bride, their Bride, but when you compare the facade for Bride in their house and compare our facade, which granted, like, is going to happen no matter what because it's Hollywood Orlando. But it's such a drastic difference because the size of the Parisian courtyard is not big enough to hold, like, like, like any elaborate big facades like that right. or big anything like that. And I think if you really have the Phantom, like, if you Phantom is in your house in any way, shape, or form, I don't care if they're in Paris. I don't care if they flew to Hawaii. There has to be a <laughs> chandel- giant chandelier oh, yeah. somewhere in there. And I don't know how they make that work in the Parisian courtyard. 
Yeah, that is that is my I understand that where the space does concern me because it's not a large area, like you said. But there in my head, I know that, you know, if we're going to the opera house, we need to have the chandelier and we need to have the stage and we need to have, you know, the mascara. Like different things like that, I understand, but do we? Do we have to? Could this not all take place in the caverns beneath the theater, like the opera house, where he kidnaps Christine and everything, and like where his lair is? It does it have does it have to take place up in the top if we are crunched on space? I mean, no. But here's another thing. <laughs> That's not what we want. I, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, really, I really wanted to take place. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I love these monsters. I don't want to fucking see it like be some rinky dink fucking set. I want to see the opera house. I want a chandelier to fall on my head. Like for for real. No, but like <laughs> blunt force trauma. That's what I'm looking for in a house, baby. Exactly. <laughs> we need that we need that realistic and you know, realistic scares by, you know, getting uh physically hurt. Um but <laughs> it, the last thing is that that I have to say here is that I cannot like if we get Phantom this year and Phantoms in both coasts, I don't see him coming for another 30, 20 years, you know, down the line if he ever comes back. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that both coasts do him well uh, yeah. and that they don't take this opportunity and mess it up by making it Dracula the house that happens to have Phantom Dracula in it. Dracula the house. <laughs> and the only the only way to do that is you have to lean into mo- lean into a good amount of Phantom stuff, mm-hmm. which is I mean the chandelier. Like you just I'm I'm putting my foot you have to do it or else it doesn't work. What I just if, I don't think it works if you don't have the chandelier. What if I mean and again if we're going to do Phantom and Hunchback what if it's split down the middle and it's half in the opera house, half in um, Notre Dame, and they use the mirror trick that, you know, uh, Universal's used in Gothic and stuff like that to make it look, you know, a lot taller than it is um, for specifically the Notre Dame part. But what if uh, we're traveling because, you know, Quasimodo won't leave that tower. So what is Phantom going to him? Is Drive mm. going to both of them? Because, like, Phantom's like a creature of the night. I feel like if we ooh, what if we're in like the streets of paris at one point going between them because like oh, they're not God, next yes. to each other what are they conveniently attached by a tunnel no well i mean did you go through hollywood's legends collide yeah i did i jumped in <laughs> i still I remember that what are these black walls it's a tunnel that takes you from one area mm-hmm. to the other like okay <laughs> well whatever it is i'm really excited especially just because the setting is i I really hope it's both of them. And, you know, if we have to throw a third in there because we have to every year, that's fine. I don't really mind who it is as long as it's not Dracula. The mummy is back. It's like, okay, I guess. (laughs) But this time it's actually Emotep. Yes. (laughs) And he's pissed. (laughs) He's he's pissed. (laughs) All right. So we move on to the next one since uh, we actually have some stuff to talk about with it. Kind of. Yeah. Um, this this one was one we actually talked about a little bit before. Um, by before, I mean in the news and rumors segment. So I think actually, on the contrary, we can sort of glance over it. Yeah, um, and that true. is, this is the uh, Japanese creature original that probably isn't happening according to rumors. And in the map, it takes place in the Mummy Queue, which... Last year was Legends Collide uh, in Hollywood, and the year before that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, so, 
Do you have anything else to say about this original that probably isn't not hap- isn't happening? <laughs> um, I'm sad to see it go. I was excited, but uh, excited to see what replaces it potentially. Absolutely. Now you get the fun one. What's H5? <laughs> What's the next? Oh, one? H5. So this um is in I guess a sound. Do they have two soundstage locations? Have they always had two? So this is this is interesting. So H5 and H6 on the map. Oh, I, I see what's going on. Okay. So H5 is a soundstage. This is where weekend was. Okay. And H6, if we go late, if we go later down the map, the, the lower lot tent, that's where Killer Clowns was. Okay. So to enter both of them, you had to go through the soundstage, from what I remember. Oh, yeah, you did. But what about, I mean, we'll get there, but H9 also says it's in a soundstage. Have they always had two soundstage houses? Wait I know. Wait a minute. H5 and H9. Maybe they share a soundstage. But also, so we didn't talk about this before, but there is eight houses and a terror tram on this map. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, that's nine. Nine houses. I'm sorry. Nine houses. That's what I meant. And that's adding a house for Hollywood. Which is amazing news. Would that be the second soundstage then that we're seeing? Or the second soundstage house? I could see it. I I mean, they don't always use up that space in the soundstage. And a lot of the, the space in the soundstage is used for Q. Mm-hmm. maybe they take away the queue space right. and move the queue somewhere else and then use that space for more house. So the only, th- isn't the, is that where the Nintendo entrance is over there? The Nintendo entrance was like, I don't know Hollywood. <laughs> when you walked in to like the, the, you, you saw the, like the, here's the house and you walk straight in. Mm-hmm. Like you saw the, um, the warp you saw the right. Nintendo mountain. So I think like going straight, like Nintendo was right there. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to have Nintendo open during the event. Do you think they will? Ooh. I I... Land, but they could just stick the cues in there. Or a queue in there. I would be okay with that. I don't know if they will. I don't know how the contract for Nintendo worked regarding that. But, I mean, they do it with Harry Potter. I mean, Harry Potter, in order to get to houses, you have to walk through Harry Potter. And uh, so yeah. I could see them using Nintendo for, like, extra queue space if they need it. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. Um, well, okay, let's get into it. We haven't even talked about the house yet. We talked about location. But that's interesting if they're going to split a soundstage because I don't think they've done that. I mean, I know they didn't do it last year. It was just the weekend. I don't think they've ever done that before. Um, it was I think Exorcist in thirty, right? Or thirty? It was Exorcist in thirty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which didn't it didn't need to be in the soundstage, but it was for some reason. Mm-hmm. And and in uh, yeah, in thirty one it was weekend. Well, not thirty one. Damn it, you messed me up now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. What, what's what's the house we're talking about? Uh, so this one is. Uh, really interesting. It's Nightingale's Blood Prey, which would looks. I mean, that looks like a take on the Orlando original because that's what ours was called. <laughs> the first one. I mean, it's exactly what ours was called. Yeah. And I mean, to make it even more interesting, we had a different one called Nightingale's Blood Pit. Which, so they're very distinct houses depending on what that second those those last two words are. So Blood Prey was like you said our original house in HHN. I think it was twenty one. Uh, based on World War One, and it is a, uh, it is an incredibly famous Orlando original, uh, similar in the vein of Scarecrow, where everybody knows it, everyone knows uh, Scarecrow, everyone knows Nightingale's Blood Prey. It's known as one of the best Orlando originals among the community uh, for those who went and for those who haven't went. Um, 
And this was a house that that Legacy also had a clue on. Uh, so I was, I, we have another, like I was holding off clues. This is one of them. Uh, so not only is this on the HNN map, but Legacy also thinks this is coming as an exclusive to Hollywood. And I have to ask, Jess, so mm-hmm. you were able to go through Bolt Scarecrows. I was only able to go through Hollywood Scarecrow. Seeing how they translated a popular Orlando original and turned it into um, in, into the house they had last year with their version of Scarecrow the Reaping. Do you think that a... Would you be excited for something like Nightingale's Blood Prey to come to the event? Do you think they would mess it up? Do you think they could hit it around the same level? Like, what are, you, what are your thoughts on Nightingale's? Um, so I I liked Scarecrow last year. I really did. Um, La Llorona was one of my favorite houses ever, but... Um, it was a really good take on our house. Was it, was it our house? Absolutely not. Um, but it was better than what I expected. I did not get to see blood prey. I got to see blood pit, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and I, I didn't love blood pit. I didn't hate it. I mean, that's kind of how everyone felt about it, but I know Duff, uh, Nightingale's blood prey is one of like his favorite houses ever. Um, and he, he liked the, (laughs) the blood pit one, but obviously it wasn't anywhere near blood prey. So that's my fear is that like, even Orlando hasn't been able to touch this house that they created. And it's Mm -hmm. like really like, like highly regarded. And so is Scarecrow, but Scarecrow doesn't have the, the years behind it that Nightingales does. So people are kind of crazy about it, like crazy fans like us. So (laughs) they're going to hold it really close. And we were really protective of Scarecrow. Um, And I thought it was good. But that's my fear is that people are going to get crazy. And also, does Hollywood do flying scares? I'm not. Hollywood do flying scares. I'm I'm sure they have. I'm sure there has to be some examples in some years. But. I mean, they would have to if they had Nightingale's Blood Prey. Like, mm-hmm. it's part of the thing. Just like in Scarecrow, they had to have the, the the birds, you know. They had to have the, you know, the corn and, you know, that final scene. Like, there are certain things with Nightingale's you have to hit. Like the like the tank facade. Like, you got to have something similar to that, you know. Like, um, I, they're going to have to hit things that the that the original had. So, I'm I'm sure that they're going to do their best like they did in Scarecrow to, to hit all of the beats that everyone loved from the house. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's in a soundstage. So if they're going to do flying scare soundstages makes sense to me, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, this house like excites me a lot. Um, incredibly. I'm like you. Uh, with Blood Pit. I thought Blood Pit was very average. I cannot remember like anything from it. I think Victoria! The sets... That's all I, I remember. do remember that. I do remember some voice lines. <laughs> I get and... one trigger a house. That's all I ever remember. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, the designs. I, I honestly I was... I know a lot of people weren't a fan of the designs and I, I don't know if I would be if I saw both versions of the Nightingales. Yeah. Um, but considering that was my first introduction to them I thought they were scary. They did the job because I don't like birds, so they worked. Uh, they 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 uh they scared me, so I think the designs were a success. Um, but yeah, I didn't love Blood Pit. However, 
even if I didn't love Blood Pit, that does not lessen my excitement at all for the seeing having the potential to see Nightingale's Blood Prey again, and like for the fir- for the first time, um, like ever, because. This is one of those houses where I'm like, if I had a time machine and I can go back and see it, um, this would be one of them. Cause just, I think being in the trenches and like, and see, in like seeing how like, in a, like, you know, having like an immersive house based on history while also mixing in fantasy and, and intense scares and very, and very cool scares and very cool visuals and, like awesome sets and effects. Like I think this house, I mean, from what it sounds like, it sounds like it was a master, all of these. Um, and I don't, I, I just think it could be really cool to see, especially after having seen Scarecrow for the first time in Hollywood. And I didn't see it in Orlando for the first, I didn't see it in Orlando. So Scarecrow is my first experience with it. And even though it was my first experience with it, I felt like, I got the gist of it, you know, like I got the gist of why people love Scarecrow so much. Yes, it wasn't as scary as Orlando's, Mm -hmm. but I got like the, oh, I love this house. I can get why people enjoy this. And I think it'd be sort of the same for Nightingale's Blood Prey, even if it is not on the same level as it was originally with Orlando. Yeah. Like we said, the vibe and atmosphere will be there for sure. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited. And like you said, like being in the trenches is really cool. I know I joked about it. Uh, with knots in the grimoire uh, like <laughs> the house because that one we just jumped around but like actually being in the trenches like in like the world war like I, I kind of love that idea and I haven't seen it obviously so I would love to see Hollywood tackle it especially if they're gonna put an original in a soundstage that's not something that they're they do a lot usually it's their big IP mm-hmm. and so, yeah Remember in the past too, in a Q and A, um, John Birdie was talking about Orlando Originals, and he did mention by name Nightingale's Blood Prey. Yeah, like he said, this was one of like one of his favorites, and once he one he'd like to adapt. I'd have, like, I almost have a funny theory that it was never planned, but then he wrote that, and Orlando went like, "Hey, we got plans. You want it? You want to make it?" He's like, "Okay," you know, like after mm. seeing that tweet from the Q and A. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Probably didn't happen, but I'm just like, maybe, you know, there's a world where that happened. There's a, there's a multiverse to where that. Hey, they talk sometimes, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jonathan, do you want to talk about the next one that I would rather not talk about, but we gotta, unfortunately. I hate that we have to. Mm -hmm. I hate that we have to. Um, So this takes place in the lower lot tent. So uh, Killer Clowns. Yeah, I love Killer Clowns. Great house. I don't love this though. The Exorcist. What the fuck? Um, to be fair, it's isn't it the anniversary? What is it? Is it 50? No, that's a lot. Is it 50? I'm making that up. It's, it could be some anniversary, but I think <laughs> isn't the there more, an anniversary? <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure that I, I'm sure there is, but I think the more important fact is that there's a new movie coming out this year. Oh, I, you know, I don't fall, I don't keep up with movies. <laughs> Who watches movies, you know? Um, <laughs> but like, especially horror movies, but um, like, I'm sure that's why it would come. Because there's a new movie coming out. Um, would it be based on that new movie? I'd say not likely. Because it, the new movie comes out, I think, in October. So unless you want the whole new movie spoiled, I don't think you could make it based on the new movie. So it'd probably be... It is 50 years this year. Hey, out. there we go. It came out in 73. But just like... 
I know you didn't see Exorcist in uh, 2021 at Hollywood, and I did, and I thought it was a good house. I enjoyed it a lot, um, but but like they just had it. They just had it in 2021, and I'm sorry. You can be the most creative person in the world, and I'm gonna eat my tongue, depending on you know, bite my tongue, not eat whatever, depending on uh, <laughs> <laughs> depending on like depending on how they actually executed. But I personally don't think if you are just doing the first movie, you can do anything different than what you did before. Because what you do when you have Exorcist is you have here's the bedroom. And then, uh oh, you're in her head. Here's the bedroom. Uh oh, you're in her head, demon. Here's the bedroom. You can't do anything else because that's the entire fucking movie. Like, that's the whole movie. And the fact that both coasts had different, both coasts had the same, had the same property, basically did the same thing when they <laughs> never do that unless the weekend's telling them to. Um, that's telling you something. Literally, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen it at the event, but that doesn't mean I need to see it at the event. So I will say, like, it's fun to see. Like, yeah. it's it's definitely as much as I didn't care for. Like, I was like, I was like, interested in Exorcist. Um, I was happy that I was able to see something that I thought was gone forever. Um, because like, who the who would bring the Exorcist back? You know, especially a second, a third time. Who would who would <laughs> think about that? Um. <laughs> But it was, it is, it is from like a movie fan standpoint, it is really cool walking into those scenes. I usually don't like geek out that much in regards to like, oh my God, IP, here's the scene from an IP or whatever. But like everybody knows The Exorcist. Everybody knows the iconic scenes of The Exorcist. So seeing them in person, I think, I think if it's, this is the same house, I think you will have a positive, like, oh I like that. This is cool. I'm in the movie. That's a famous movie. You know, like I think you might have like a, a more positive feeling towards it compared to me where I'd be like, fuck this. I just saw this. It's the same shit. (laughs) You really expect too much of me, Jonathan, because have you met me? (laughs) I've only seen Michael Myers at the event twice and I could have seen him twice less and been very happy. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Um, Exorcist is at least a better house than Michael Myers. I don't, I don't know, man. It's the same room over and over again. And uh. it at least has no doo doo doos. There are zero doo doo doos in the house. That's fair, but also like there's a lot of water. There is <laughs> honestly the only thing I remember that was water was the thing you're thinking of when yeah. you think of water. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. I really hope that this is not true, and this is just kind of holding the place for another ip which i believe i had mentioned on the tiktok i made about the spec map i'm pretty sure i did because i i don't know man another like two years later we're gonna bring exorcist back that's big michael myers energy hollywood and i don't i don't love that so i hope yeah it's it's very dumb it's very unless 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 they pull a miracle and make the most original exorcist house you ever you've ever seen where it's you have only one room, like one or two rooms at most of inside the bedroom, and the rest is something completely different, then I'd be like, then I give it a pass. But if it's mm-hmm. literally just the same shit again, especially after having it in 2021, due to the fact that an IP pulled out is the reason you had it. 
It wasn't because you wanted it either. It just because something pulled out. So you're just like, I guess we'll use Exorcist. Um, Did did an IP pull out this year? They're like, I guess you got to pull out Exorcist again. Let's go to the back. Let's pull out the the Reagan mannequins. God. Oh, can we not? I don't want to talk about Exorcist anymore. I really hope that this is not true. There's so much potential in this event being like an amazing one. And I really don't want that to knock it down. Now, do you want to, because yes. there's not much else we can talk about Exorcist. It's, I mean, I guess the lower tent location would be a new place for it, which could change the, the, the way or the order of the rooms of, but, or the, 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 the size of them. But let's move on to the next one. Do you want to take this? Of course I do. Um, so H7, which is Curious George Tent 1. Is that the one that started construction already? One of them um, did. It was the one where Halloween was. I don't remember if that's one or two, but it's one of these. One Uh, one of these next two uh, has already started construction, but this one doesn't have words. It just has like a clown emoji, picture of a clown. Um, Now for me, and I I think that, I mean, there's been other rumors, but I I think we got to talk about this now. Uh, To me, that's Hollywood Harry. Obviously, that's like Hollywood's original icon. So... <laughs> let, let I, I I don't mean to butt in, but I but I have no, to fine. because it's a big did, <laughs> because my last piece of news and rumors was the last legacy clue that was solved, and that was Hollywood getting a hollow Hollywood Harry original house, and here's the butt um to that rumor is at least according to legacy it's not happening. Um, that it was pulled or it changed or maybe rumors were mixed up. Um, but apparently maybe it was supposed to happen and then it's not happening now, which I want to know your thoughts on that. Cause you got to see Hollywood Harry as did I, um, for the first time last year. I love him. He is so funny and he doesn't really talk. He just kind of makes noises. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if it's normal, but for us, while we were waiting, cause we did the RIP tour last year. While we were waiting for our tram to take us down to the tent houses, um, he came and did like a picture op with us and like interacted with us. And we have like some of the, my favorite pictures, honestly, that I've taken at the event where he like put the knife up to our throats. We did like individual pictures, group pictures. Like he was so funny. He told me he liked my hair and his like weird, creepy way. Um, (laughs) I loved him so much. And I think like a whole house based on him would be really cool because they've had what two or three terror trams now where he's been the focal mm-hmm. point including last year and it really worked well even with the nope us section like it was very like a one act like a first act and then a second act with like a break in the middle so it were it was kind of like a like the blumhouse house honestly um and i don't know how you felt about that jonathan but i really liked the hollywood harry segment um and I just think he's kind of like a sick fuck and a whole house, like sideshowy, because he has this whole story where he lives on the back lot. I think tying it into the event and the history of the back lot would be really cool. Like, and if it's in a tent, it's down there in the back lot pretty much. Like, there's uh-huh. just so much potential, I feel like. So how do you feel about this? So going off to like my experience with the seeing Hollywood Harry for the first time, um, as did you, I, I, I agree. I think he's an amazing character whether he's talking in the video or he's not in interacting um i think he's funny 
I have a, a very hot take and is that I for right now I kind of like him better than Jack. Um I think he's just <laughs> I think he's I just enjoy him more. Um uh I I I think if I have more experience with Jack in the future that will change. Um I think Hollywood right. Harry's very much like a one trick pony like what he's doing now is what he will be forever. Um and I'm sure in compared to Jack who I think can evolve. Um but Right now, I just kind of had more fun with Hollywood Harry um, than I did than I did with Jack. Um, but I, I love him. His segment in the tram I, stood on its own compared to, I mean, comp- you, the the second segment of the tram. You had this whole built set with all these like this uh, this weird, interesting story mix of two films and mm-hmm. and like all these effects and stuff. And yet, the first section that takes place. Which the first section, which is basically the segment for every terror tram ever, it's the same location of every terror tram ever, stood on its own, was fun, was interesting, made me want to go on the tram again, which we did. We did it twice, which mm-hmm. like I was never thinking I'd do the tram twice, uh, like on a one day trip to Hollywood. But I, I loved his segment so much that I wanted to. Um, so I, I short long story short, I love uh, Hollywood Harry, and I think that if we get his house. Um, it would be one of my favorite houses. And if it has been scrapped for something else, it would make me very, very sad because I think he's just such an interesting character. But I'd also get why, since you had him last year, maybe you'll wait a couple more years before pulling him out again. That's true. He's also kind of like their crutch. Not like their crutch. That's bad. But like the thing that they pull out when they need something to be replaced or like they need a terror tram or something Mm -hmm. like that. So... It's kind of like a trick to have. So, I mean, kind of like Orlando. They always got something, just in case. So They do. It sucks. But, uh, I again, I can't wait to see what's replacing this then. Because that's true. Then we've got two on here. Or three, possibly, that are going to change. I know what it's going to be. I got a leaked rumor oh, yeah? um, from my friend in creative. Um, they said it's going to be The Exorcist again. It's going to just be shaped. It's going to be in the Curious George. Tent. So we'll have two, we're going to have two houses. One mm. in H6 will be the exorcist in the lower lot tent. Then in H7, it will just be the same house fitted for the Curious George tent one. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. God, I hope there's less exorcists this year. Um, Impossible. You can't, have, you, can't have, you can't have enough exorcists. Jonathan, you know, I I know you and I know that you are dying to talk about this next one. Yes. Like you really are. No one knows about this one yet. So no one secret. knows. I don't think anyone actually knows this house exists. I'm, um, I, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, honestly. Yeah, this was Legacy and Horn and Ibers don't even like. This is something that's comp- like it's on our map, on our, on our HN365 map that's filled with Hellblock references and Grease 2 scare zones. Um <laughs> But no, no, this is for H, uh, H8, which is the Curious George Tent 2, um, which once again, these are these tents are big. They're big tents. Um, they're not just like, they, they have room to fit some really intense sets in there. Um, but it's Chucky, uh, which has been announced uh, for both coasts a while ago. Um, this is a potential location for it. I think it would make sense. Uh, I It's a big enough location where I think you can work the like you have enough room to do like puppet mechanics if you're using puppets or other things uh i i think it 
like I think the location makes a lot of sense, and I'm just really excited for Hollywood's take on Chucky. I know we haven't really talked about this, and when we've when we've talked about Chucky before, I feel like we only dive into Orlando. Like, what what could Orlando's be, you know? But like, we never really talk about what could Hollywood's be. Um, and the answer is, I think it's gonna be worse. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for it, um, but. As as excited for I as, as excited for it as I am because I just love the character of Chucky and I love that he's getting a house of his own um, and I, I even loved his segment on like the the escalator the big escalator last year he just was was talking he was the safety spiel um, there was one where there was one line where I think like Chucky goes like and, and don't uh, like and uh, he was like. And don't push strollers down the escalator. And then Jennifer Tilly like said something like, "Oh, I already did that," or something like that. Like it was, it was good. Um, I did not say that joke well at all, but it was funny in person. I promise. Uh, but I, the main thing that I'm worried about Hollywood's is that I don't think they're going to get Chucky right. Which, when the name of the house is Chucky, that's probably the most important part. Um, so if they don't get Chucky right. <laughs> I feel like the house falls no matter how good everything else is. Yeah. I feel like I've talked about Chucky so much that I'm already like, Oh, have we not had it yet? (laughs) (laughs) Like, not that I'm not excited. I'm just like, it's kind of like Beetlejuice at this point where we've been talking about it for so fucking long that I'm like, Oh, all right. I guess (laughs) I do think it's going to be worse though. Like you said, I think that's a very fair assumption to make yeah uh i'm i will never take like i will never be against anything chucky coming no matter how bad or good it is and for the record i don't think it's gonna be bad Mm -hmm. i just think it's gonna be worse um which is usually the norm for hollywood houses not in a bad way it's just it's just difference between coasts um i am excited to see differences i think they will get they have the potential to have a lot of improv in mm-hmm. Hollywoods, which can work really well. And I'm just I'm not just talking Chucky. Um I assume the Chucky stuff will be recorded previously by Brad Dorof. Um but I'm talking Tiffany and mm-hmm. um and other characters from the show that I don't really want to say depending on spoilers. Um but if they are live uh, live actors and they have the ability to improvise, they're not just stuck with voice lines you can have some really good interactions in there depending on how what, how the house is laid out. Uh, I think the best part about the Chucky show is its comedy. And I mean, the Chucky series as a whole is this comedy. And if you had improv in there, uh, it would it would make for some like, re- I mean, just really interesting interactions between those characters. Yeah, my only hesitation about improv is... Uh... Hollywood got rid of Chucky's Insult Emporium because it went too far. Yeah, um, it did. It did. So if someone is not going to do improv, it might be Hollywood, unfortunately. Well, uh, that's uh, why I think that the, the Chucky stuff will be pre-recorded. Like the Chucky yeah. stuff will be brought oh, That's Dora. fair. You did say that. Like Tiffany and stuff like that. So kind of like a, I don't know her name, a Janine. Actually, I do from Ghostbusters. Look at me. <laughs> she's not like, she's not one of the Ghostbusters. So she's not someone that you would expect to have the live mic but she was the right choice to have the live mic in that house. Exactly. Orlando. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't know if Hollywood got to improv. I don't remember. I don't think Hollywood improv last year. 
I know with Texas Chainsaw, no, I don't think they actually talked in improv. No, I, I think, think they were like they were able to act and sort of act in a in in a interesting way depending on how they felt in the room. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were able to actually speak lines. Yeah, and I don't think their Janine and Ghostbusters was able to talk. I don't think she had a live mic. I think it was. You no, know who did? Who? Uh, in the queue, they had uh, Louis Tully. They did, yeah. And he was he handing stuff out. He was like, that was the la- no, was he handing like? Yeah, he was. He was the password guy. That's what it was. That was the last password house, right? Um. Yeah, it was. I, that was 29. Yeah. Not, it's not 29, Jonathan. Yeah, damn it. 2019. <laughs> As I called uh, 2021 30 again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Like you said, we talked enough about Chucky. Chucky Weird. will come and he will. He will hopefully say the F word. That's what Chucky has to do. That That's his whole thing. Yeah, uh, hey, we'll we'll find out soon. Um, I I gotta talk about my uh, my baby. This next mm-hmm. one that everyone yells at me on TikTok about. <laughs> uh, H nine, which is the other soundstage location, which really makes me believe that this is an IP now. Like, and I know we had brought it up before because it didn't say original on the Orlando map, but Guitar Lightning Bolt is on the Hollywood map as well. And it's in a sound stage, and like we said, that's normally reserved for big IPs. So, um, what's this mean? So, <laughs> if you think about it, oh god, um, lightning bolts are like spiritual, right? Sometimes people think they could be spiritual. I um, have never heard that in my life. But no, but going, like please. acts of don't haven't you heard things of like. If, if if people believe in like a higher being that like if the higher beings mad they throw lightning bolts at you're like Zeus like you know throw lightning bolts at you so you have like some like spiritual stuff right and the guitar is like famous music like famous music so if you think about it the Exorcist has both of those things um okay <laughs> um. You're, I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't know. I don't know anything about this map. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> I, have, so, I, have to, I have to continue my shtick of every house is just going to end up being the exorcist. Um, so you have H on the, the East Coast and the exorcist on the West. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're, that's impressive, Jonathan. <laughs> but you did mention, right, that this is probably an IP because it's yeah. getting a soundstage. Absolutely. And it's probably a big IP because it's getting a soundstage. Um, yeah. So would, I know people have been, people have been speculating Metallica. Would Metallica be that big IP that needs a soundstage or would it need to be something bigger? Or does Metallica just need more lights in general for it to work? Um, if it was Metallica, they 100% would be in a soundstage. And mm. I would fully expect Maybe not all the marketing to revolve around them, but they would probably be like below, like, I don't know, The Last of Us. It would be like Last of Us Metallica. Um, Because as much as like Metallica is one of the biggest bands in the world, I wouldn't say that 2023 is their prime popularity. No. (laughs) Like time for that, especially for marketing. It's going to bring a lot of older people, I think, if that is the case, that that's the IP that Guitar Lightning Bolt means. 
Um, and I know people are screaming at us right now that it's not Metallica, you idiots. It's Stranger Things because Eddie and I know I hear you, but is Stranger Things coming? We know that the Netflix relationship, we've talked about it every week. I, I just, but I feel like anytime we talk about this one, we have to talk about Stranger Things. See, the only, like, I think I brought it up in a previous episode. And the only reason why I think like it is, it could be a possibility Mm-hmm. It's because of the legacy comment that you you mentioned earlier yeah. on this episode where you said, what if the big IP, which, I mean, we're assuming that means The Last of Us because that is the big IP. Um, there is a bigger IP than The Last of Us. And we were we were speculating, like, what could that be? That ain't Metallica. Um, you know, it's not. Yeah. Um, and once again, the, the guitar lightning bolt, it could be a thing like the anchor where it's completely different than what you're looking at like right now, we can see guitar and anchor, but it, I mean, we can see guitar and lightning bolt, but could it just be com- something completely different than music, than than uh, ride lightning, than anything like that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if it was Stranger Things, that would fit Legacy's uh, thing instantly. And I can't believe I forgot to mention this in the news and rumors, um, but. This is probably a better time than any to mention it. There was one more thing Legacy said on the Horror Night Nightmare server, and that was that new rumors are coming out now, and whoever has rumors or new rumors are happening uh, that are pointing to this year's lineup being incredibly divisive. I don't know if that meant just Orlando or just Hollywood, but they also share a lot of the same stuff, including uh, Blumhouse, Last of Us, Assuming probably the monsters is going to be end up being the same thing. Um, let's see, uh, Chucky and Guitar Lightning Bolt. Um, none of these properties right now, the ones that are named, make like you know. Uh, besides, uh, like none of the you know none of the ones that I named or anything like that are divisive. Everyone wants Blumhouse. Everyone wants, like, because of Megan, everyone wants The Last of Us, everyone wants Mm -hmm. Universal Monsters, and everyone was fine with Chucky. So what the hell is this guitar lightning bolt that's going to end up, like, either, obviously clues can change or whatever, but, like, is this the thing that's going to be, like, divisive among HHN fans? Or is there another IP that's coming that could end up being, IP original that's coming that can end up being divisive? Yeah, I I mean... If it is, let's entertain the Stranger Things conversation. I mean, I don't think we should shoot it down automatically anymore because I think anything's possible. Any, honestly, um, mm-hmm. I will always be in that vein until Universal announces it. Anything's possible. If it is Stranger Things, is that divisive? Do you think that the community is really going to be like, "Well, fuck this year," or like, see, that's the thing too. I don't think it's divisive because, well, I mean. There are a certain amount of people who go, oh, because Stranger Things coming is uh, is coming. That means the whole clientele of HHN changes and everything mm-hmm. changes and whatever. I, I I only started going during 28 and 29, so I don't know how like crowds were before that. But I didn't think that HHN like was when Stranger Things came like the whole crowd turned to young children or anything like that. Like right. all the people on Facebook claim that, you know, when Stranger Things comes, like, oh my God, no. all these children are now in the event. Oh my God. Like, no. And um, like, I only went to 27, obviously, but like, that's the only year I have that you don't. 
but I will say it was maybe like a little older in 27, but it wasn't like what everyone screams that it was. It, it there, there were still kids running around. There were still teenagers there. Everyone went. Saul was there and Saul was super relevant in 2017 because um, the new like the Jigsaw movie was coming out. So like there were still kids there. Um, it, but in 28, I mean, there were a couple more kids because of Stranger Things. I'll give them that. But this year also might do the same thing with Megan. So shut mm-hmm. up. It happens every year. Not you. Shut up. Everyone else shut up. Sorry, as you were saying. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. And so, I mean, that could be a reason for the divisiveness. It also could be two, two and three was not a good house on either coast. Um, I know Hollywood's two and three is considered one of the worst houses they've ever made. And Orlando's two and three, while not one of the worst houses they ever made, not great, not a great house uh, by any sense of, you know, any, uh, you know, any definition of the word. Uh, so that could make it divisive. People going like two and three was terrible. So that means mm-hmm. automatically four would be terrible, even though that that is most likely is not the case. Instead of just be one season and not a mesh four of two. is so dark too, compared mm-hmm. to the other seasons that like. I feel like it's going to set it, it. It already sets itself up for more success just based on that. It absolutely does. So, Ooh, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know, man. Ah, Stranger Things. What? <laughs> yeah, I thought of one thing that isn't related to Stranger Things that also could lean up to like being divisive. So we had that theory earlier that maybe since the, the original, the Japanese original that was shared is gone. Maybe it was replaced by an IP at some point. Because once again, why do you replace something like that if it's you don't have like just like, all right, throw an IP or whatever. It just doesn't make much sense, at least in my head, to like take something like that away um, for both coasts if you're not just going to give an IP to both coasts. Um, and that would make it Blumhouse, which is one, Last of Us 2, Monsters 3, Japanese original that might, that maybe is an IP for um, Chucky 5 and assuming... Guitar Lightning Bolt is an IP. That's six. That's six IPs, um, which for Hollywood, Hollywood is, I mean, if we fill them in, like Hollywood would have more at the end of the day. But like if we're we're taking these shared ones and taking it to Orlando, that's six IPs for Orlando, something we have not had since like HHN 29, uh, where in the past years in 30 and 31, it's been more original heavy. So could that end up being the divisive thing? Like maybe we're, we're, we might, there's a chance we might enter more IP type year than we've been used to the past two years or something. That could be true. I mean, that would be, I I would call that divisive in the community because I think a lot of the, and like, not just on gatekeeping, but like diehards. And I don't mean that like casual fans aren't also HHN obsessed, but I mean like, the, the crazy people that are, like, following permits and stuff like that. You know, maybe us. But um, I think that the the crazies might find something like that really divisive where, like, if they love originals, like, you know, like I do, I'm always going to be more excited for the originals than the IPs unless it's something that's, like, my IP. Mm-hmm. Um, like Beetlejuice was or something like that. But um, that could be really divisive for some people. And then, like, the general crowd might be obsessed with that because they look at this and go, oh, I know exactly what these houses are. Instead of like last year, for example, Descendants of Destruction. If you're not an HHN fan and you don't research the event going in, what's that house to you? You don't know what that means. So exactly. like this might be something like 
experimental that they're trying to see if like this brings even more people in. I mean, we've proved it works. Yep. Um, like, I mean, 29 was, I mean, the crowds in 29, absolutely insane. It was not just because of Stranger Things, like because of Ghostbusters too, because of Killer Clowns. It was because of us, which was a, mm-hmm. which is a crazy big movie at the time, you know, like the IPs were, there were so many IPs in 29. Um, and, and it was crowded. Like for when I went, I only went like three or four days, but it was crowded every single day I went like, mm-hmm wall-to-wall people 31 i feel like was a little bit calmer um calmer with that uh, at least in the be- in the year the beginning of the event i didn't think it was as bad as something like 29 or 28 so maybe that's something maybe maybe the team or maybe universal maybe or something went like all right like we had the two original heavy years not really due our fault it was mostly due, due to people pulling out but we had the original heavy years now we need crowds back like insane crowds back. So now let's mm-hmm. just have another year like we had 29. Yeah, that's really true. And I, I think that 29 is a good example because it was IP heavy, but even like IPs that people weren't necessarily excited for, like House of a Thousand Corpses, were really well received at the end of the event. Mm-hmm. So gambling on something like that kind of worked out for them. Um, my kind of thing is like looking at this, and we still have one more to talk about, obviously, but this is the last house is if we have all of these IPs, do you think we're also going to see an IP zone, like in Orlando specifically? I don't know if Hollywood really does IP zones, but... Hollywood has done them in the past. I know they actually had a Chucky one that looked awful. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, they have had IP zones in the past, but knowing how zones have been done the past couple of years they always seem like an afterthought in Hollywood and I'm sure it's just going to be like, what costumes do we have in the back that can make sense mm-hmm. for, for, you know, like for this zone. Um, Cause I love Hollywood. I loved last year's Hollywood. And I think their zones were very scary. They, those, those actors chased me throughout the entire zone. It was bad. I was, I was not having a good time. I mean, I was, but like they were, they were, they were ready to traumatize me. Um, but if I'm talking about the actual zones, they were not good. They were not thought out. They didn't seem like they were very thought out. It didn't seem like there was much to them. Um, it seemed like you could get better zones literally anywhere else. Uh, so yeah. I zones will never be anything I'm excited for in Hollywood, even if the concept sounds really cool, like in the description, because I know what's going to happen is I'm going to go there and then I'll be like, oh, there's not much here. Okay. And then just do the houses instead. Uh, I forgot what the original question was. About IP zones, right? <laughs> yeah. Because like it looks like we're going so IP heavy with the houses. Like, Do you think we're going to see IPs in any zones on either coast, honestly? For Hollywood, I don't think so. Because I think Hollywood's always IP heavy. Like every year it's mm-hmm. IP heavy. Um, and it's seeming like if you're taking out the the – if you're taking on Hollywood Harry and you're taking out the Japanese original, let's say those both are replaced by IPs, uh, you know, you, you know, in a world where they are, um, that means only one original, which is like crazy. But like Hollywood's always been like you know original uh, IP heavy, but the, the zones haven't necessarily reflected that. But but Orlando. As much as I don't want them to have an IP zone, because I feel like 
the zones they had in 31 and the connection they had in 31 and how they tied the overall thing together was absolutely perfection. And I've said this before, but having like cocaine bear in a random zone, like would, <laughs> would, would, would have completely thrown everything off. Um, I could see it and I don't want to, but I think it's a, it's very well, much a possibility for Orlando. Yeah, that's, and we, we have IP zones. I mean, last year was the first year we haven't had one in a while, right? Mm-hmm. And it was so, great. It, it really was. <laughs> but not to say, I, I really liked Hellbilly in 29. I really liked that zone. Um, So I know not everybody did. But, uh, I loved Hellbilly. Hellbilly was one of my favorite. It is, it is like a, my top three, like top two zones of all time. No, probably thirty one had a lot of good ones. So like probably top five mm-hmm. somewhere. But I would probably say the same. Was Hellbilly Deluxe eighties? No, no, right? Nine? No. Like it didn't fit the theme at all. It was just a good zone. It just it, it, like I loved yeah. it, but it definitely felt all completely out of place. But I, I don't think it felt out of place because when you think of the 80s, there was always like a hard rock, like metal element. And I think okay. that if you kind of like suspend belief, like of the era that that album actually came out and just kind of like accept it as like a genre that was popular in the 80s, it fit. I can see that. So like how you can listen to weekend music and be like, mm-hmm. like it came out now, but it sounds a lot like the 80s. So I'm going to pretend it's from the 80s. Yeah, that, that's really what it is. We're just gonna, we're gonna act like it's from the eighties when it. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, I I don't know because I feel like if we're gonna have so many houses that are IP based or just you know IPs, the the zones can be completely original and they can keep experimenting and kind of knocking it out of the park with that. On the Orlando side, I can't speak for Hollywood because I don't really remember loving any of the streets last year there. I mean, that was your first year, your first experience with Hollywood. I can't experience. really think of anything besides um, the one that was outside La Llorona, which I don't remember what that was. I don't remember what it was either, but I can tell you what, what it was. Um, it yeah. was a copy and paste of the Scream Queens. But it was like zone. Urban Legends or something. Mm-hmm. But literally the same exact setup. Um, mm-hmm. Exact. And I was Scream so Queens sad. <laughs> yeah. The Z that that's 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 the difference there. Um, but it, I was so sad because I honestly I walked last year since twenty twenty one was a, like a pandemic year and it wasn't even supposed to happen. I, I gave zones a very much a pass and I was very pleasantly surprised by Scream Queens. I'm like wow, this is this is really cool. It has some cool sets and videos and stuff. And I can I, I can see that this is where the money where the zones went. And then this year, when it's like, all right, you have no excuse now because you're making intense facades from every house or whatever. And then all the zones are the same exact thing, including uh, the one outside La Llorona that was just that was just Scream Queens. I'm like, all right, I, I've given up on you, Hollywood zones. I, I'm done. Yeah, I don't remember any. Oh, I do remember. It wasn't even like a a zone, but it was like um that bathroom area that had like one scare actor, and then the crow would kind of go through there. Yes, the it was uh, the haunted forest. Yeah, that and like they were like going after people over there. It's mm-hmm. scary, but I don't remember any of their zones. Like that's the thing. So I guess there's only three. So I guess I'm only missing one. So, well, whatever. <laughs> you know, before we get to the terror trap, we should say one more thing about this map. Um, it says as a show, and I think 
if I'm looking at this map correctly, which I very much could not be, it says it's an animal actors, but Horror Night Nightmares on Discord have confirmed that it's not obviously not an animal actors because animal actors is not going to exist anymore. Um, I'm sure on the next map or the next couple maps, it will be moved to its actual location if there is going to be a show this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's get out to the fun stuff now. <laughs> oh yeah, you wanna you wanna lead this one in? You want me to lead it? Or do you want yeah, to yeah, yeah. I already talked about guitar lightning bullet. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. So the terror tram. John Murdy already confirmed it's happening. We're getting a terror tram this year. What could it be? Well. Right now, we don't know at all. Um, the only thing we know, according to this map, is that it's rumored to be themed to the most generic thing possible, celebrities. Um, that, could, that could account for a hundred different things, uh, like, like thousands of different things. Whatever, it could account for like a horror celebrity that's like a celebrity that's known for horror. It could account for I don't know, wrestling people. It could, it could account for... People like Jordan Peele, who are who is a celebrity, but also like makes movies. Um, this can account for, I think, a wide variety of people, and it's very hard for me to even think about what direction to go with this because the the category is so vague. What do you think? What do you think about uh, the terror trend being themed to celebrities? I didn't even consider the fact that it could be WWE until you just said it. Oh, and I, I, I thought that'd be like one of the first things you. I don't of. shut up about the possibility of WWE and HHN. So, oh my god, now you've got me all hype. Um, my first thing that I thought of was Jordan Peele, like you said, like he obviously had the Nope and Us section, and that's that's the set and everything, and that kind of makes the most sense. And I think he's he's obviously done enough that we can do a whole tram based around everything um, mm-hmm. and then tie in the set and everything. But I like thinking more outside of the box. I think a, a terror tram for WWE would be really fucking cool. Um, you could have like wrestlers like out in the war of the world set, like <laughs> just like wrecking each other in like a ring or something. Like, I don't even know how you would make that work. They don't but even try you, to make the sets work either. It's just like, oh yeah, the wrestlers went to the world of world sets and they're just, they're just. Jonathan, I don't, you're not, a, have you ever watched wrestling before? No. So th- there's no rules. Like there's rules, but like the type of matches that they come up with, they just do whatever they want. There's been like, there's like exploding barbed wire matches where like the, the ring just has some explosives on the outside that go off. There's like buried alive. There's um matches where like you have to throw someone in an ambulance. You have to bury them alive, throw them in a casket. Like there are so many different things that they can just, they make up whatever they want. So like if someone's like gimmick is like, oh, I'm a spooky guy. You have like a spooky guy death match. Like that's how wrestling is. <laughs> well, then it can fit very well for the terror tram um, if they end Literally. up doing it. And like I, I, if you, if this is the first episode you're listening to. I meant all of that with love. I love wrestling. <laughs> if you've listened to all of our episodes, you're like, shut up, Jazz. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm going to WrestleMania at the end of this month. So it's just going to get worse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I I know that there was the Machine Gun Kelly rumor, but um, he uh, I've I've told you, Jonathan, he's in hot water right now for like allegedly abusing Megan Fox. So oh I would hope that that's not the route we're going for Hollywood. You know that that's a scary thing to base your terror tram around celebrities because of 
that I mean that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like celebrities every week I feel like they get into the hot water and and scandals and you know like just off you know like things every week the things are getting pulled up by people and news and whatever. So when you theme your terror tram around a celebrity, you probably want to pick one that you are the most confident that stuff isn't going to happen to. And maybe that's the route we should be thinking, you know, like regarding this, like people that HHN would trust to not have any problems between the period of concept to the period of execution. Yeah, it's risky. Very risky. Someone uh, said the Kardashians, the scariest celebrities of all. (laughs) I can't remember who told me that, but I was cackling. It was so funny. Oh my god. On our Instagram, every single comment when we posted the, the, the Hollywood spec map and said, what do you think? Every single comment except one. Every single one. This is not about the terror trim. It's not about it. I, I should have. It's, it's completely off topic. Was just, why is the exorcist coming? I'm so <laughs> tired of the exorcist. I hate the exorcist so much. Get it away. Like, every... every it was every single comment was no exorcist. And I'm on like my tweet. It was the same thing as why is exorcist coming? Why the hell is this here? Like nobody <laughs> wants this. I don't know anyone who says like, yay, exorcist is back. I think even the general public who just go to horror nights once a year are probably like, I already saw this. Why the fuck is this bad? Oh, I don't blame them. But uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about the terror tram. Are we, are we done no. with the map? <laughs> um, I think we've covered everything. Um, I'm sure next spec map will have a lot more stuff, including hopefully scare zones um, yeah. and shows and fill-ins for whatever's getting replaced here, which we have a good idea is probably t- uh, Hollywood Harry and uh, yeah. Japanese creatures. I'm um, sorry, is Flight of the Hippogriff actually open during their HHN? I just saw that on the map. Is it? It says it on the map. Is Flight of the Hippogriff open during HHN? Well, I know what I got to do when we Damn, go out to California. you got to get that coaster credit, Jonathan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got to oh see the animatronic Hippogriff and be like, that's the best part of the ride. All right. Don't forget to bow to him. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I, Regardless of what is coming, honestly, I love Hollywood's event, and I'm really excited to see it. Absolutely. It's a treat every year, especially... I mean, especially because Orlando, Orlando is special. Orlando is what we talk about 100%, like almost 99% of the podcast. And it means everything to us. But living here, at least for me, it definitely is like when I used to go to Horror Nights only like once or like twice in a year, it definitely was like a, um, like, oh my God, a once in a, like, like this is a one-time experience. And it's sort of like people who go to Disney once a year. And it's like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. When you go to Disney multiple times, you know, in the year, you still like it, but you're like, oh, well, I, I like it a lot, but I also go here all the time. So it's not as special. Hollywood, since it is in California, we only go once. It is definitely a, it feels like you're going to Disney for, you know, like for one time a year. It's like, okay, here's my, here's my one trip to Hollywood. I'm going to make the most of it. And it's definitely a very unique experience compared to being a local and being able to go to Horror Nights Orlando almost every day of the week. Yeah, definitely. So do we want to move on to 
voicemails, which by the way, guys, if you have uh, any thoughts in the Hollywood spec map, um, even if it's just, why is the exorcist here? Um, <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail at, let me pull it up, uh, 407-906-4134. And just tell us all about it or just tell us about anything else uh, that we're, yeah. we're all we're open to anything really any other uh, rumors anything you've heard we want rumors uh, yeah rumors uh, uh opinions about horror nights 31 or what you want the future uh, you want 32 to be all that stuff let us know um because now we are going about to start playing um voicemails that you guys sent us, us from before this episode recorded uh, so yeah. um all right we got a first one here from uh a returning caller that we've uh, heard from before. So, all right. Hey, guys. Uh, this is El Churro Guapo, your friend from Southwest Texas. I have a really good theory that I want to share with you guys uh, regarding the Phantom and Dracula house. So what I've been noticing lately is that when it comes to the monster's houses, They've been doing a lot of differences and tweaking things here and there. You know, we had the a winner every uh, time last year with Legends Collide, where it was Mummy or Wolfman, you know, you know the story. So I'm thinking that this story is going to be a direct sequel to The Bride of Frankenstein List. If you remember correctly, The Bride takes great pleasure in killing the bride's of Dracula because one, they're terrorizing the community. She's tired of them killing innocent lives and she takes pleasure in killing them because that blood is what nourished Frankenstein, her hubby, to come back to life uh, after she did all her projects. So now Dracula, low on brides because they're all getting killed by the bride and Frankie, needs a new wife. So that's where Christine, the love of the life of the Phantom comes in and I think it's going to be the centerpiece of the story of the two. The Phantom is going to do everything he can to protect Christine while the Phantom's trying to seduce her and bring her to be one of his new brides. And Phantom can't let that happen because he knows that if the Dracula takes her, he's never going to get her back. So I think we're going to have another winter house. And I think that's going to be the story driving driving them through. I guess if you want, you can link Legends Collide to this story in a sense that, okay, this is a business venture that went sour. You know, we see him die a couple times, but, you know, I think they just miss his heart. You can play that off very easily. They miss his heart just vaguely. He just got injured and was able to fly away. But I think that's a separate story in its own universe, and I think – I really believe this is going to be a direct sequel regarding The Bride of Frankenstein. So linking, I think, because The uh, Bride of uh, Frankenstein Lives featured uh, Gilman, I think somewhere in there, in this house, we might get another Easter egg. I think maybe Gilman again, or maybe The Hunchback. But I think it works out. Uh, if you want to take time places, you know, you did the... The late 1800s leading into the 1900s and World War One, you know, that's the same same time frame, I guess, around where Bride of Frankenstein is taking place at. So that all kind of works in. Lastly, um, I want to point out, I'm focusing on Hollywood. Oh, no. 
It keeps doing this. I'm so sorry, Turo Guapo. <laughs> um, if the voicemail is longer than three minutes, our voicemail inbox automatically cuts it off. So, again, I'm so sorry. But, Jonathan, you want to talk about that theory he has? It's a very interesting theory. Uh, and I I mean, I think it would be cool. I think it would be cool connecting the Bride of Frankenstein lives to any house, uh, any future monster's house. Because, I mean, the Bride of Frankenstein lives was just a feat in storytelling. And being able to continue that in some way uh, would be... Truly amazing. I love the theory. And I also, I think the idea of the main battle between the two, if it is just them two, you know, we talked about today, maybe it isn't, but we'll see. Um, But the battle between the two, like revolving around Christine uh, makes a lot of sense uh, because why, you know, what other reason would they both be fighting? You know, like there, I don't think there is any other, like any, I think any reason the Phantom is going to be fighting anybody anybody else, it would have to do with Christine in some way or form. So mm-hmm. I really do like your theory, and I mean we'll we'll see what happens when the when the house actually comes out. What do you think, Jess? I mean, I I kind of discussed not a, not a similar theory, but something along the same vein where like. You know, Christine definitely gets involved if we are using Drac in this. And you did say Hunchback in there. And like I said before in the episode, Hunchback and Phantom. Um, So I kind of like it. Um, I I don't know how Gilman works in there, but I would love to see him. And if this is a continuation of Bride, that is, that was one of my favorite Monster Houses, obviously. Um, I kind of like your theory there. I don't know if they're going to go with that obviously because that house we saw it twice and maybe we don't need a sequel to bride unfortunately (laughs) but uh it's a cool theory i'm excited regardless honestly for this house gilman will be the anubis uh, just just appear at the end like i win (laughs) i mean if he does and that's what we go into 33 with let's go but it sucks the last time we saw gilman he was just in a a little glass casket <laughs> yeah and feel free to call again for that last bit because i think i before you cut off i heard, think i heard you say hollywood uh so that's definitely like the topic we're talking about today so feel yeah. free to call again and like let us know what that second portion was because i'm i'm super interested yeah please i'm again we're sorry it cut you off it just automatically doesn't and we we don't really listen to the voicemails ahead of time because we want to give you guys instant reactions we'll kind of like screen a little bit but we don't know if it cuts you guys off until we're recording. So uh, but thank you for calling in. Thank you for, for listening. Uh, I know you called in for the 100th. So uh, it's nice to hear your voice again. <laughs> uh, and we have one more. Um, I'm not sure who this is from. So let's find out. Hi, this is uh, Pumpkin Gamer from the Discord. And with uh, the release of like the Five Nights at Freddy stuff, I was wondering if you guys see... Uh, Obviously, it being used in the future, but also, like, do you think that Five Nights at Freddy's would be something that it would be, like, Blumhouse Presents and it's just a standalone house? Or do you think they would for sure, like, pigeonhole it in with another house? Because I've really been, like, thinking about that. And I feel like Five Nights at Freddy's as a franchise could really build, like, a solid 
single standalone house, but like I don't see Blumhouse going anywhere. So, yep, just wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Well, thank you so much for calling. Uh, and I, I mean, to respond to your question, I, I think if we had Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, whenever, like, whenever, I, I'd assume we would no matter what, whenever the movie comes out, just because of our really good relationship with Blumhouse. And I'm sure HHN would absolutely want to have Five Nights at Freddy's, um, like, because it is such a big game franchise and everyone knows it. I'm sure the movie's going to do very well. Um, I mean, and for that reason, I think it does end up being a standalone. I think it's a big enough property that it doesn't, it doesn't need to be mixed in with anything and like, I, I mean, that's it. I, I don't think it needs to be mixed in, with, mixed in with anything. I think the film slash, if they use the games, it definitely has enough content to fill a whole house. Um, the only thing I can think of of why there could be a possibility of it not being a standalone is the costumes. Because I assume those costumes, whenever, like whenever, if we ever get a house based on that, would be in like incredibly expensive. Like it would be a lot to um, to make and to pull off correctly. And I would think the only reason they wouldn't fill a full house is if they said, "All right, well these these it costs too much to actually have a full house of these characters, so we'll give you like a half or something like that." Yeah, um, I kind of agree with you. I do think that it's inevitable we're going to get five nights at Freddy's because this Blumhouse um, relationship is obviously really strong. If this is now what the fourth Blumhouse um, this year, third, one, two, yeah, it's the fourth. fourth. So, I mean the, the five nights at Freddy's film is currently being made. What do we have like a release? Is it next year or is it 2025? Do we even know? I think it's next year. So, I mean, if it's next year in the summer or earlier, I think it's, a hundred percent going to be coming to HHN. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that has been a consistent, huge game, like for years now. I mean, what ten years or more? I don't even mm-hmm. know when the first one came out, but I remember it was like a cultural phenomenon, and I never played it, but even I watched like people play it on YouTube. Everybody watched that shit, and now the movie's coming out, and like the kids that grew up with it, they're getting older, and they're still like younger kids that love this property. And if this is the thing that gets them into horror, awesome. So um, I think that it's inevitable. I think we're definitely going to get it. I hope that because it is such a big property that it would be a standalone. And it could just Mm -hmm. be, you know, Blumhouse presents Five Nights at Freddy's. And maybe Mm -hmm. like the facade is the Blumhouse door. We go back to like what the first couple Blumhouse iterations were, where you enter into a Blumhouse film and then you're in the film. So maybe it's something like that and it's presented that way. But um, I do think those costumes are going to be expensive, like you said. Um, And I don't know how they get around that. Um, And if we don't get Stranger Things this year and it comes next year, I think Stranger Things would trump Five Nights at Freddy's. So that kind of worries me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, as big as Five Nights at Freddy's is, I do think there are plenty of properties that will go above it in its current state i think if we had a if there was a movie and a house right when it hit and it became the the insane cultural phenomenon it was 
it would be the headliner like mm-hmm. in any year. I think now it's still so I mean it's still incredibly popular and absolutely like popular enough for Horror Nights to want to make a house out of it. But I do think it's not at the place it was now that it was back then that like other things will will be able to top it. I think pretty easily like not that like you know it it won't be as big as it could have been if it was you know earlier i mean depending on how well the movie does the movie could make a humongous resurgence for it again yeah for sure i'm i'm excited either way i do think that it's not out of the realm though like for them to spend money on it because like look at when Ghostbusters came, it wasn't the headline house. Stranger Things technically was. So it, it could be something that does fall to like the second spot. And that's not like a, that's not a negative. It just might do that, unfortunately. But if we get Stranger Things and Five Nights at Freddy in the same year, oh my God, those lines are going to be fucking long, you guys. Whew. Express? Got to use Express that year. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my you're God. not going to walk in those houses without Express. That's okay. I barely did Stranger Things Volume Two, but um, Pumpkin Gamer, thank you. Uh, one for being in our Discord and being so active in there. I always see you chatting, um, and also for calling in. Thank you. We appreciate. Absolutely. It. Um, that I think is all we have for now, Jonathan. That was boy, that was an episode. That was an episode. We were we were saying maybe we should add a segment because we oh didn't think God. it would take that long. This, if it's me and Jonathan, you know we gonna talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but I will say, uh, we don't have anything, you know, set in stone yet, but if you're, uh, interested in our annual trivia that we do on the podcast, just, uh, maybe keep an eye out or start considering if you want to participate, you know, we might be announcing that in the next couple of weeks or something. We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that is, if you just guys just started listening, go back in the episodes. We have lots of examples of trivia we've held on the podcast when i was yeah. not part of it but 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 trivia that we you know that's been held on the podcast and i think you'll enjoy it uh and hopefully you'll want to join us for future trivia episodes yeah so we'll be we'll be doing that in the next probably month or so i would assume don't it's not next week don't get excited we have nothing set in stone yet but it's tomorrow no, I'm oh God, please don't say that um, a lot of other exciting things. Uh, I can't really say much now, but uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at HHN365 on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We also have a TikTok at HHN365Pod. If you want to come chat with us and Pumpkin Gamer and everybody else in our Discord, uh, you can check that out. Our link is in the show notes description. It's also on our link tree and on all of our social medias. Uh, if you want to check out our merch, which, by the way, we might have new stuff coming soon. Um, <laughs> Duff's gonna kill me. I'm giving so much away. Uh, <laughs> if you want, I gotta do it for the people who have been with us for two hours now. If you made it this far, here's your little your your gift for giving exactly. you the, the secrets. Um, if you want to check out our merch, that is hhn365.com. And if you want to be a part of an episode like uh, Chiro Guapo and Pumpkin Gamer, get leave us a voicemail 407-906-4134. Just watch your time as you saw again this week. Three minutes is our limit. I can't change that. I'm so sorry. Uh, But that is all for now. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the streets. Bye.